have a nice day. Hey, beautiful. It's Sunday, December 12th, 2021. Welcome to Have a Nice Day, where we are, quote, a very good podcast. <laughs> Attributed to Kyle Getz on December 12th, 2021. I'm Kyle Getz here with my friend Mike Johnson. Hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Fine. Thank you. Uh, speaking of quotes. Yeah. You have an LGTBQ for us. I do have an LGTBQ, which is let's get the best quotes. I've I've gotten so in the rhythm of being able to say that. So, okay. Yes. Uh, what what quote do you got well, for us? Well, I was worried because it's not a gay person that I'm quoting. And then I figured, you know, it's our show. We can do what we want. Yeah. Um, so just, uh, just last week on December 7th, Will Wheaton, the actor, do you know who Will Wheaton is? Uh, only because of you, he uh -huh. was on the bridge and he was the son of that doctor on the trek correct star trek <laughs> he he played wesley crusher on star I trek i just call it the trek but uh he posted a really um it's lengthy and i might edit it he posted a really nice thing on facebook about why he thinks that uh dave Chappelle's comments about trans people are out of order and i just i, I thought it was a great piece of allyship and i just wanted to read it and yeah. share yeah for anyone who genuinely doesn't understand why I feel as strongly as I do about people like Chappelle making transphobic comments that are passed off as jokes, I want to share a story that I hope will help you understand and contextualize my reaction to his behavior. When I was 16, I played ice hockey almost every night at a local rink. I was a goalie, and they always needed goalies so I could show up, put on my gear, and just wait for some team to call me onto the ice. It was a lot of fun. One night, I played a couple of hours of pickup with some really great dudes. They were friendly, they were funny, they enjoyed the game, they treated me like I was part of their team, they welcomed me. After we were finished, we were all in the locker room getting changed into our regular clothes. Before I tell you what happened next, I want to talk specifically about comedy and how much I loved it when I was growing up. I listened to records and watched comedy specials whenever I could. One of the definitive comedy specials for me and my friends was Eddie Murphy's Delirious from 1983. It had bits that still kill me. The ice cream song, Aunt Bunny falling down the stairs, Mom throwing the shoe. It's really funny stuff. There's also extensive homophobic material that is just effing appalling and inexcusable. Long stretches of this comedy film are devoted to mocking gay people, using the slur that starts with F over and over and over. Young Will, who watched this with his suburban white upper middle class friends in his privileged bubble, thought it was the funniest, edgiest, dirtiest thing he'd ever heard. It killed him. And all of it was dehumanizing to gay men. All of it was cruel. All of it was bigoted. All of it was punching down. And I didn't know any better. I accepted the framing. I developed a view of gay men as predatory, somehow less than straight men, absolutely worthy of mockery and contempt. Always good for a joke, though. Let me put this another way. A comedian who I thought was one of the funniest people on the planet totally normalized making a mockery of gay people. And because I was a privileged white kid raised by privileged white parents, there was nobody around me to challenge that perception. For much of my teen years, I was embarrassingly homophobic. And it all started with that comedy special. Let's go back to that locker room. So I'm talking with these guys and we're all just laughing and having a good time. We're doing that sports thing where you talk about the great plays and feel like you're part of something special. And then without even realizing what I was doing, that awful word came out of my mouth. Blah, 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 F. I said. The room fell silent and that's when I realized every single guy in this room was gay. They were from a team called the Blades. Amazing. And I had just really messed up. Do you have any gay friends? One of them asked me, gently. Yes, I said defensively. Then I lied. They say that all the time. I was so embarrassed and horrified, I realized I had basically said the N-word in context, and I don't know what to do. 
I wanted to disappear. I wanted to apologize. I wanted to beg forgiveness, but I was a stupid 16 year old with pride and ignorance and fear all over myself. So I lied to try and get out of it. Well, they must not love themselves very much. He said with quiet disappointment, nobody said another word to me. I felt terrible. I shoved my gear into a bag and left as quickly as I could. That happened over 30 years ago. And I think about it all the time. I'm mortified and embarrassed and so regretful that I said such a hurtful thing. I said it out of ignorance, but I still said it. And I said it because I believed these men who were so cool and kind and just like all the other men I played with, I was always the youngest player on the ice, were somehow less than, I guess, everyone. Because that had been normalized for me by culture and comedy. A huge part of that normalization was through entertainment that dehumanized gay men in the service of jokes. And as somebody who thought jokes were great, I accepted it. I mean, nobody was making fun of me that way, and I was the main character, so. I doubt very much that any of those men would be reading this today, but if so, I am so sorry. I deeply, profoundly, totally regret this. I've spent literally my entire life since this happened making amends and doing my best to be the strongest ally I can be. I want to do everything I can to prevent another kid from believing the same bigotry I believed because I was ignorant and privileged. So this stuff that Chappelle did, that all these cishet white men are so keen to defend, I believe them when they say it's not a big deal, because it's not a big deal to cishet white dudes. But for a transgender person whose those jokes normalize hateful, ignorant, bigoted behavior towards them, those jokes contribute to a world where transgender people are constantly under threat of violence because transgender people have been safely, acceptably dehumanized. And it's all okay, because they were dehumanized by a black man. And the disingenuous argument that it's actually racist to hold Chappelle accountable for this? GTFO. I love dark humor. I love smart, clever jokes that make us think, that challenge authority, that make powerful people uncomfortable. I don't need a lecture from some dude in wraparound sunglasses and a get-her-done take top about how I don't understand comedy and I need to stick to acting. I don't need a First Amendment lecture from someone who doesn't understand the concept of consequences for exercising speech the government can't legally prohibit. Literally every defense of Chappelle's jokes centers white cishet men in our experience at the expense of people who have, who have to fight with every breath simply to exist in this world. Literally every queer person I know, and I know a lot, is hurt by Chappelle's actions. When literally every queer person I know says this is hurtful to me, I'm going to listen to them and support them and not tell them why they are wrong, as so many cishet white men do. If you're inclined to disregard queer voices, especially as they relate to this specific topic, I encourage you to reflect on your choices and think about who you listen to and why. Too many of my fellow cishet white men are reducing this to some abstract intellectual exercise, which once again centers our experience at the expense of a people who are genuinely threatened by the normalization of their less than or outsider status. 30 years ago, I centered myself and was appallingly hurtful as a result. I was 16 and didn't know any better. I still regret it. Frankly, a whole lot of y'all who I've already blocked should feel the same shame about what you said today that I feel for something I did three decades ago when I was 16 and didn't know any better. But you don't. And that is why people like me need to keep using our voices to speak up and speak out. Will Wheaton. Wow. Yeah. That was so well thought out, reflective, supportive. I love that. Yeah. A little long if you hung in there for seven minutes with us thank you <laughs> but I, I think i think it's important what he's saying and I'm, I'm really grateful that he exists yeah that's awesome 
Thank you, Will, and thank you, Mike, for bringing that to my attention and all of our attention. And thank you, thank you to every one of us. <laughs> this, is, this has been Sunday Thankful Day. <laughs> um, if you have a quote you think we should talk about, send it over to us at haveanicegaypod at gmail.com. Uh, and we are on all socials at haveanicegaypod, and our website is haveanicegay.com. So until tomorrow, have a nice gay, Mike. Have a nice gay, Kyle. Have a nice gay.